We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. You're now listening to the California Golden Bearcast, a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Indeed and Bet Online. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the California Golden Bearcast, a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Rob, my man, what is happening? We are recording Friday night, this emergency podcast, because of all the drama that ensued in the Pac-12 conference. It isn't college football if there isn't drama in the Pac-12. My PlayStation 5 is waiting for me, and but there's there's more important things that we got to talk about, so uh, we're here. Drama. We're here to talk about the drama. <laughs> ain't no ain't no Korean drama in this thing, man. It's like, it's pure, it's pure like daytime, like general hospital, like days of our lives type. This is, a, this is a soap. This is a soap. Yeah. This is a soap, right? Yeah, yeah. this is a soap. I, I, this is definitely a soap. Just, you don't know who's walking <laughs> through the door, but you know it's not good. They they did brain surgery and swapped out his brains, and now he's a totally different person. Like that's yeah. it's, it's 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 COVID nineteen. <laughs> it's like who's walking through the door? COVID nineteen. Who's that over there coming through the window? COVID nineteen. What's that in the fridge? Oh, you thought it was a Corona beer? Sorry, that's a coronavirus. <laughs> uh, would you like that shaken or stirred? That's pretty much what we're what we're having. But Andy, you and I are man, what a day. What a day, huh? Um run me through run me through your version of like how this all went down. Because I was on I didn't check Twitter until after like the first bit of news had already started like tumbling down the hill. Um, and I was on Twitter through all this, and we were trying to figure out like what articles we needed to post, what what we didn't. But I want your like your version of how the the news unfolded for you. So I think yours will be more interesting because I'm a little bit more unplugged on the Twitter side these days. But morning happens, Slack notification, inbound the phone. Fun fact about me: 
I watched that movie, Social Dilemma, and I deleted all notifications from my phone. I don't know if you text me. I don't know that you text me. If you do anything, I don't know, except for call. You can call. I'll, I'll answer. Mm-hmm. Except for work and except for write for Cal Slack. There's the only two ways that you can reach me. So boom, <laughs> get the news. ASU game is canceled. All of Arizona State has COVID. So it, the first thing was the game's canceled. The second one was not only is it a little bit canceled, it's a lot of it canceled because everybody in ASU has COVID, which a lot of my Oregon friends, so the, the guys that I went throwback to last October when we had the podcast, I went out on this bachelor party with a bunch of Oregon fans, went to the Oregon Cal game. All right, still talk to all those guys. Send them that because they think our season's hilarious so far, which it is. And they're like, that's the least surprising news I've ever heard, ASU getting COVID. Thought it was a pretty good line, so figured I'd share it here. And then I went to go live my life. <laughs> so that's that's sort of where my day kind of started. And then I will let you maybe color it in in regards to your day. And then you can take us all the way through where it finished for both of us. Yeah, so so my day didn't start off until we officially got the news from uh, the athletics department that the ASU game was canceled. I saw the rumors, but we were just like, all right, let's hold off on this stuff until later, um, at least behind the scenes. And we were just like, all right, let's 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 pre-write stuff. Funny f- fun fact: we had already pre-written that the Cal ASU game would get canceled. I think on Tuesday, <laughs> like it was already pre-written because of the f- the facts that had come up all throughout the week, and it was trending in the in that direction. We were just like, you know what? Let's get ahead of the curve. Let's just write it. And if we don't see the light of day, then it doesn't see the light of day. But let's just at least get that thing written. And we had the bare bones already done. We're just waiting for official confirmation that it was canceled, which was, I think, a smart move. Shout out to Rick, who was like, I'm just going to get right. He he messaged he messaged the news, the news desk. uh, What's it? Slack channel. And he was like, I'm just going to I'm just going to start writing it like we have no news yet, but I'm just going to do it. And that was like earlier in the week. And we used it. Um, But. Yeah, so that's when my day started off. And then, it, like, the news just started coming, like, heavy, right? It was just, like, heavy hitters. Um, so let me let me, let me me run you through the timeline. I'm going to use Kyle Bonagura of ESPN, the guy who writes Pac-12 football on ESPN. His uh, Twitter timeline, I think, is the best, like, version of how this, like, unfolded, okay? So 12 hours ago, and we're recording this at 9, so about 9 at 9 a.m., Pac-12 releases a statement regarding Stanford, right? That they had protocol errors that did not allow Davis Mills to play. He could have played, but they had testing errors. So there's there's the first crack in the armor, right? <laughs> there's there's the first crack in the Pac-12 armor is we screwed up. We screwed up the testing and a guy who could have played did not play. Uh, then Kyle Bonagura at 12... Uh, at nine, let me let me see what time this was. Eight fifty six a.m. He tweets Cali issues off as Ross Dellinger and Wilner Hotline reported. Then at nine o'clock, he tweets ASU coach Herm Edwards tested positive for COVID nineteen. The school announces. Then Adam Rittenberg, a, a little bit before Adam Rittenberg at eight fifty eight, quote tweets Kyle Berger and says, "Heard depending on the other part." On other potential cancellations, Cal could play another Pac-12 phone on Sunday. Issue here ultimately is with ASU. Stay tuned. Then Kyle Bonagura puts out an article that says the Pac-12, and he addresses the statement that the Pac-12 makes. 
Pac-12 apologized to Stanford after inclusive test led to Cardinal to play without Oregon without play Oregon without starting quarterback Davis Mills. It's basically the testing error kept three Stanford players out. <laughs> oh my okay. goodness! Okay, then uh, Chris Cartman, who is SunDevilSource.com for two seven two four seven Sports, he writes a tweet and Kyle Bonagura retweets it, and the tweet came at nine forty two a.m. It says, uh, "Well, it was two tweets with a thread." Well, in well, in excess of dozen of Arizona State's team has tested positive for COVID nineteen since Wednesday, including Herm Edwards and at least several other coaches and staff members, and a majority of players in one undisclosed position group, per multiple sources. This is a type of outbreak that could keep ASU off the field for multiple weeks. I'm told the team had done quite well, all things considered, at avoiding a major outbreak throughout the summer and fall. But the first road trip effectively decimated the program's health. Then. Kyle Bonagura retweets uh, John Canzano, Can- who is at, of the or- Oregonian. He says, Oregon State, so there were rumors starting to, to come out of Oregon State having COVID issues and might not be able to play their game against UW. Oregon State, he writes, Oregon State football is scheduled and planning to board a plane for Seattle at 6, pay- 6 p.m. per university source. As of now, the Beavers appear to be in play against Washington tomorrow night. Of course, this is 2020. We'll update. Then Bonagura tweets at 1034 saying the biggest misconception pushed by the Pac-12 when it announced daily testing was that it would limit the need for contact tracing leading to a smoother season. That's just not true. Then he retweets Matt Barry, who is a ESPN college football studio host. He does like the halftime shows. Yeah. The, the situation within the ASU program is dire. The facility is closed. An entire side of the ball has it. Six staff members are positive, and they're just at the beginning of the outbreak. When asked to describe it, I was told, quote, this is bad, really, really bad, end quote. <laughs> what a quote. Then the quote of the year. That is the quote of 2020. <laughs> this then- is bad. This is really, really bad. 2020. Then at 12.02 p.m., Kyle Bonagura tweets, Utah versus UCLA has been canceled per multiple sources. The conference will look into the feasibility of Cal playing at UCLA. Very little clarity about how likely that is to happen. A little bit of hope for everyone. Then he tweets, Washington State versus Oregon is still scheduled to be played, which qualifies as news today. (laughs) Then he also tweets out, does anyone have a homing beacon on the Cal equipment truck? (laughs) Which I think was an awesome tweet. Um, And so, yeah. Then that happens, uh, and then he retweeted something else from Adam Rittenberg. He says, Adam Rittenberg wrote, expecting Oregon State Washington to be a go per sources. Key now is whether Cal and UCLA will work out an agreement to play this weekend. Would be Cal's first game, UCLA second. Then the Pac-12 finally puts out an announcement that says, the Pac-12 announced today that Cal will now play at UCLA on Sunday, November 15th. At 9 a.m. Pacific, the scheduling of the game is consistent with the conference's commitment to provide opportunities for student-athletes through maximum scheduling flexibility while still prioritizing health and safety. The announcement follows the cancellation of each Cal at Arizona and the Utah at UCLA game earlier today. The Cal at UCLA game will air on FS1. In light of the Sunday schedule, and then because of the change to Sunday game, this is the the follow-up. It's in light of the Sunday scheduling of the game. The conference has rescheduled the UCLA-Oregon game, currently scheduled to take place on Friday evening, November 20th, to Saturday, November 21st, with the exact game time to be announced at a, as soon as confirmed. The game will air on the ESPN family of networks. That was at 1.36 p.m. 
then I, I didn't read this tweet, but apparently at 140, he tweeted out, Utah AD Mark Harlan doesn't foresee the Utes canceling the season. We'll continue to push forward. They still have yet to play a game this season. Okay. Uh, seven. Okay. And then here's where it gets, starts to get crazy. 124. Kyle Bonnegar tweets, it was originally believed that the Cal's quarantine players wouldn't be out until Tuesday. That was wrong. It's Sunday. If Cal UCLA can be pulled off, Bears would travel day of. It's, quote, possible, end quote, they would go straight from quarantine to the Oakland airport. Fluid situation. Then he put it in another uh, tweet thread underneath. He's like, this no longer tracks. We'll get some clarification on Cal's travel schedule. Um, (laughs) Then we move up into the area of just other things from UCLA. He wrote uh, good news from UCLA in the past. This is from a UCLA spokesperson in the past week, 493 COVID-19 PCR and 931 antigen tests were administered to UCLA athletics population with zero positive results. So that's a positive. Here's the flip side. The uh, Heather Dinich um, wrote on Twitter. She said, In the Big Ten, the decision has to be made by noon central time on the Wednesday of that week for a Saturday game. Doesn't matter if both teams have already played or are scheduled to play later. That's different from SEC, which, excuse me, which has a similar plan, but doesn't allow rematches. Kyle retweeted that saying, interesting that they settled on Wednesday. The deadline would have prevented the Pac-12 from making Cal UCLA happen. So it sounds like the Pac-12 doesn't have a hard deadline for these types of things. They're just going to make it fluid. I mean, in a weird way, it worked out perfectly for the Bears and UCLA because Cal was going on an away game, right, to ASU. UCLA was hosting Utah. And the biggest issue is sending the equipment truck, which there is a video on Twitter uh, by Norman Moe, who's part of the athletics department. And it's a drone footage of the truck leaving Memorial Stadium earlier this afternoon. And, you know, that trip down L.A. is even with a truck, what, 10 hours at most, I'd say, even going at a low speed. So way faster. Easy. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's plenty of time to get there. Like a distance wasn't an issue. What? <laughs> Look, I don't mean we have better conversation than what I'm about to say. But just to kind of say it, like people are wondering, oh, why doesn't Andy have Twitter? Well, because that. <laughs> How would I have ever worked? During any of that, it would have been two o'clock and I would have done zero. refresh, 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 <laughs> trying to yeah. bring up. So that's that. But holy hell, what a day. <laughs> and there's going to be football. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 9 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Big 9 a.m. on Sunday. I mean, well, we have a full 24 hours before <laughs> that happens. Anything can happen. Uh, Things are bad. It's very, very bad. I texted it. I, I texted I texted a buddy that I know on the team, right? And I said, what a freaking Friday, Jeebus. And he goes, right? Emotional roller coaster. <laughs> that's that's it. That's the end of the sentence. Man. And then I think the emotional roller coaster too was in the Cal fans that I was talking with was like, oh man, football on Sunday. Yes. You know, like I don't watch a ton of the NFL. So it's like, yes, we get to watch Cal mm-hmm. football Sunday. And then none of us seemingly had looked at the fact that it was 9 a.m. So then there was like this after effect of like, oh, shit, it's at 9? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone being like, oh, damn it. But, you know, I probably 
will try to wake up. Um, it, yeah, it's actually really unfortunate. It's right? Damn, I didn't even think about that. Uh, yes, there's a lot of things that are not great about this. I was supposed to play tennis at ten o'clock. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but all things being considered, Cal plays UCLA Sunday. Pretty favorable matchup for us as a first game. I think Vegas has us favored. The Vegas lines just actually went live right before we went live. And I think uh, it's on average somewhere between 1.5 to 2.5 favoring Cal. So no advantage. Really? No, no, no. no, uh, Slight advantage. Slight advantage. But I mean, that's to be, that's, I think I would probably put the line somewhere at four to five. If, if, if this was a vacuum and I just saw the two teams playing, it's just that you have, you have a, you have a day and a half to prep. Dude. I think Vegas is literally just throwing their hands up being like, what? (laughs) (laughs) How do you put a line on that? How do you put a line on that game? Yeah. you see, like, quotes, like, Cal's contact tracing, like, may have to arrive Sunday morning. Like, ba- the person Vegas is like, what? <laughs> how, how am I supposed to do this? <laughs> yeah, that's It's crazy. absolute insanity. Absolute insanity into, like, just the sheer pandemonium. I mean, it's just, I, I feel like baseball is very lucky. Mm-hmm. To have completed a season. So to all those Dodgers fans that were able to see that fake championship, congratulations. <laughs> Saman's listening to this somewhere, just like cackling, <laughs> cackling. Like I could see him like next to a fireplace, like cackling as he as he just has like a whiskey on rocks on, on in his hand. Like Adams is gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. That is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. 
yeah. So baseball's really lucky they concluded. Basketball's clearly the only one that figured it out. You know, the bubble is absolutely how it has to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then the Pac-12 did a good job. Like, I think they did a good job by canceling it. Where things went wrong was in seeing it. It was like a false positive for all of us. We're like, oh, look at, you know, we're watching college football. We're seeing A&M play. Uh, you know, we're seeing fans in the stand. We're seeing Florida. We're watching Dan Mullen say, oh, like, I want fans in <laughs> in our stands too. I want a packed stadium. <laughs> I want it full because that's why we lost against AM. Uh, right. So I, I think you see these things and you're like, oh, things are getting better. The case counts are coming down. And then we ignore reality because in some senses we want we want this. We all we all want this really well, badly. Like, but and then you bring it back because you're like, oh, look, it can be done. And was it three, four weeks later? And you're like, yeah, no. I mean, even earlier than this, because we're ignoring like what's been happening in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Too. Wisconsin so, for like the last two weeks, right? Right. So, and then a lot of the games this weekend. So, uh, in, in the SEC as well. So it's, and then Trevor Lawrence, you have your star player of college football, Heisman favorite. He's out with COVID, no timeline to return. So, truly a, an explosion of, cases across college football that just kind of show that it was a, a a poor decision to even try and bring it back and like i'm sitting here like dude just move it to the spring <laughs> like just move it to the spring like all right we tried like dude i'm worried about her man like that's yeah. i'm sending all of my best down there i'm worried about those staff because you and i talked about it it's not about the players i mean we care about the players and the players mm-hmm. should care about this we don't know what it's going to do to people long term so it's not like you can just get it because you're young and you're going to move through it. It's not the mentality to have. But for somebody like that, and then you have Herm who has a family, who has kids, who has wife, like who's whatever. not a spring chicken anymore either, right? He's- right, like who's older, he's in a high risk demographic mm-hmm. and isn't going to get the same experimental. Like, is Herm going to be able to get this access to experimental drugs that Trump or Chris Christie got? I don't know. Can't say that. So. Those things are scary and that's real life consequences. And that's fundamentally why this was never worth it, but we wanted it to be worth it. And I wanted it to be worth it, but it was never worth it because, because the risk was always too high. And so here we are and we're, we'll get to the excitement of like, yeah, we got football coming in and we'll, we'll move to that. I promise. But we just want to put things in perspective in comparison to like, where you and I have kind of been at and, and some others this whole time was like, it's just a, it's a crazy year. It's a crazy time. And every single time we underestimate this virus, it comes back and it just shows the same. We get taught the same thing a lot lately, I think. Yeah. I think that's the big thing is I, I, I think I can speak for you in that if, if you and I, if someone came to a contract, gave us a contract and said, can't watch Cal football for a year. Right for a season, you have to forego it. But not a single one of those Cal players will feel the effects of the pandemic, like physically, and staff, everyone, and will not have any of those effects long term. 
I don't know. I, you and I would sign off on that contract immediately. I don't know how many fans wouldn't if you were given that. And that's kind of, I know, I understand that's kind of extreme, but that's kind of how we have to go with an, such an unknown factor here. Right. And like, that's why it's like weird when people are like, you know, uh, commenting back on all this, like that, especially what happened with Berkeley this week, right? With the city of Berkeley and, and the Cal football team and all the things that just went on and maybe a lot of the miscommunication that had happened and fans going like, oh, the city of Berkeley is being stupid. I was like, are they though? Like the city of Berkeley is treating a single football player like a tenant of their city and not putting them up on a pedestal of you are an athlete and we're going to give you exceptions and a waiver. Is that a bad thing? Like, I understand we all want football. I I if I dare say some of us might only might need football, right? <laughs> I need college football. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I but I think a lot of us are also willing to forego it if it meant we can guarantee the safety of human beings. I think that's bottom line, period. Um but it seems like some people are not. <laughs> so clearly not by some of the some of the what's it responses I've gotten on Twitter. So, you know, it's a weird place. It's it's an absolute weird place. And it doesn't it I, and I the one thing I hated from this past week was watching that Notre Dame Clemson game and seeing Trevor Lawrence on the sideline with his mask down talking to his teammates and underneath the Chiron reads it reads out for second game after testing positive for COVID-19. <laughs> That's the label. Yeah. Like what type of image does that send? Right. And uh, man, I'm getting all worked up here for no reason. <laughs> no, it's good reason. It's good reason. I think that's good energy. Uh, it, it, I agree. It's, it's hard because we have to, I think I don't know. I'm waxing way too poetic here, but I think that <laughs> we have to start thinking as the collective good over our individual selves. And we, uh, as a nation have to do that in order to come together on a lot of things that are facing us and not just COVID, but a lot of things, systemic racism being one of them, environmental crisis being another, uh, judicial system. I mean, what have you? So, uh, what you're talking about is putting the health in, of the players first. And I think that's what we've been really clear on. So mm-hmm. I can't fundamentally say that the game on Sunday is doing that. If you were truly like, yeah, you know, looking at the situation and what's happening around you is rushing to get this game in. Am I happy it's there? Hell yeah, because I cannot wait to consume an AccuCal football game. <laughs> we'll have our recap pod. Yeah. We'll have conversations that are going all week because of it. Maybe we're talking about like the the Garbers and how he lit up defense. Maybe we can talk about how Chip's going to get fired. I am here for it. <laughs> but it's not without risk. Mm-hmm. I think that's as much as we can say about it. And if you if you don't agree with us, that's your opinion. Like, and I'm, and I'm not saying that out of disrespect. It's it's literally just your opinion, and this is our opinion. This is why we have a podcast because we're giving our opinions. I'm working on that. I'm working on uh, just being cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. 
let's let's talk about the actual football. I think we've talked about the overarching cloud overhead looming large, but I think we can talk about the football, right? Are you ready to talk about the football? Absolutely. All right. So I got some questions for you. I asked the writer, the writing staff uh, to send to if they had any questions we wanted to go over. And Rick actually sent us a couple that actually works out perfectly to segue into um, our talk about the UCLA game. All right. So UCLA had a lot of turnovers against Colorado. Bad ones, like real bad ones. Can we capitalize and force turnovers? Similarly, how do you think the Bears will adapt to the same day travel to avoid our own sloppy play? It's a good question. So, let me just make sure I heard that correctly. Can we capitalize on their turnover kind of tendencies? Was the first mm-hmm. one? Yes, yes, yes. And the second one was how does how do we adapt uh, to same day travel and avoid our own sloppy plays? Yeah, I mean, I don't think you do. Yeah. Period. How how could you? Has any like <laughs> you're still like I, how is any cap like? Let's set the expectation that there's at least three turnovers from Calder in this game. I'd be surprised if that didn't happen unless we ran a specific playbook that was really conservative. I think that I could see a fumble happening, special teams miscue of some sort, and you know maybe an interception. Yeah, three. I think UCLA is probably more likely to have six than three. I think Cal will be plus in that. You know, they'll be plus in the margin. In the margin, for sure. Yeah. But I do. I don't have any expectations around this being a clean game. You would ordinarily say opening game, you'd have all of fall camp, and then you'd have your first one or two weeks of legit pads practice, game prep, uh, and then go into that game. And so your expectation is, even in the first game of the year, you're always going to expect that there's going to be some sloppiness. We always see Cal play best in usually like at the beginning we look good because out of conference, but I think our best solid football like happened in the big game last year, or maybe even in the bowl game. You know those types of games where you're in it. You've the bowl game is a pretty good example because we had like two weeks off, but we were in the mm-hmm. middle of the season. Like we looked damn good then not you're not supposed to look that good at the beginning of the year and so i think yes let's be lenient uh and then as far as i got lost in the sauce second point (laughs) (laughs) uh same adapt travel oh yeah just adapting to travel i mean i think how do how well do you adapt to travel, Rob? Like, do you? I mean, it's a short short flight. If they're flying, if it's a drive, it's not too bad of a drive. Like, so, but it's the the question now becomes: even though it's a short flight, right? The game's at nine, so which means you'd have to get there for like pregame warmups and all that stuff. What is it? Three hours before game time, or two hours before? I think. Right? Yeah, so the same as early. Yeah, sound sound about right, right? So like let's let's just say that you're planning to be at the stadium by seven. That means you need to get on a plane that at least leaves by six AM. Do you remember what it was like in college? I I mean I would just get on the plane and sleep and then wake up and but I would the, pull like <laughs> four hours yes, of sleep. Yes, I know I get up that. at six forty five in the morning, drive to Tahoe and go snowboard <laughs> for an entire day and drive back. And Those I was days like are long behind us. And I was Long like, behind. oh, we're back just in time to start drinking again. <laughs> like, <laughs> so 
I think they'll be all right. But I mean, okay, shades of uh, Maryland, maybe you know, yeah. like sleepy, yeah. sloppy, for sure. I mean, what, that, I mean, what what do you think? No, I, I think that's that's perfectly I, that's the point I was trying to make is they they might not be like absolutely like tired or like you know anything, but it it kind of throws off like even your sleeping rhythms because you're gonna be up like way early in the morning, like getting ready. Like they didn't they didn't plan and sleep like as if they were gonna play a nine a.m. game this week, right? Like it was. This is Friday, and they decided to play a 9 a.m. game in 48 hours. Less than 48 hours, like 36 hours. So, like, it's just getting all that stuff. Do I think the coaching staff will get them ready and, like, you know, mentally and have the the game plan and everything all set? Absolutely. But if this was game two, if we had actually played Washington last week and this happens in game two, I wouldn't be as worried. It's just this is our first game. Mm -hmm. They had the entire week of last week to prep, and then they had the letdown of, like, the Washington game getting canceled. And then now they have to like build that back up. And then they thought it was canceled. And then they're like getting a second game in. Yeah. Coins, yeah. coins going to be hype. Yeah. I, I can't wait to watch. Yeah. Some dudes are going to light people up. Right. It's, yeah. it's, you know, for a fact that these guys, they're, they're, it's the, I can't think of another good uh, metaphor. So I'm going to just say it's a cage, like it's a caged animal. Like they're raring to go. They want to get out there. Right. They're like, they, they, wanted football last Saturday so badly they didn't get it they thought they were going to get football tomorrow did not end up having but they get their chance on Sunday like they're going to do everything in their power to get onto that field on Sunday and oh my goodness oh my goodness I'd be scared if I was UCLA (laughs) Um, yeah okay let's see some other questions here uh, what do you think? What do you think about us being favored against UCLA? Granted, it's that small favor, like a 2.5, 1.5. You read much into it? No. I mean, I think we covered it. So it, I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> I, I'm kind of surprised we're not favored by more. So yeah, that would be my reaction to it. Yeah. I mean, as I said, I think uh, if, if this game had been in a regular vacuum or like we were already planned to play UCLA this week, I think. After what happened with UCLA and Colorado last week, we definitely be favored a lot more. It's just two day turnaround is, you know, a two day turnaround. I'm very curious, like just as you said, what the playbook's going to look like, what the play calling is going to look like. Um, I, how do you game plan? I, the thing is, I don't think the game plan issue is going to be as big a deal because what's changed from last year for UCLA, right? Not much. Uh, I don't think we have to change that up too far, but definitely add in some new wrinkles and new plays to call. But overall, the game plan of like stop DTR, you know, like don't let him get outside the pocket, like force him to pass, like just, you know, the, the just the just the general like, you know, whiteboard marks of this is what we have to do to win the game. I don't think that changes. I think Cal has the advantage because you have the new coach on offense. So they're, they have zero tape. I mean, mm-hmm. not zero tape. They have zero tape of Cal, Cal's offense, and in this form mm-hmm. uh, versus what they could. You know, if it was still Bo, they'd be like, "Oh yeah," they'd have the same reaction that you just had. They can look at the NFL and be like, "Okay, maybe it's gonna be this, maybe it's gonna be that," but you don't really know. Mm-hmm. So I think they're gonna be guessing more than we are. Yeah, I mean, heck, we don't even know. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, we have no idea what Bill Musgrave's play calling or playbook even looks like. Like, come when they go onto the field. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get a pick six by only using their pinky finger and crawling to the end zone. 
<laughs> something like I heard somewhere that that was going to happen. Some some dude predicted it. Uh, he's been qu- quite spot on with his prediction so far this season. I think, uh, yeah, it, it might be coming. Who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, any other thoughts regarding the UCLA game, Andy? Like, no, my only one is go Bears. Let's <laughs> let's win. And let's right, go give me one and out on the season and carry that to the <laughs> to the the Pac champ- <laughs> championship game. All right, give me a give me a score prediction and give me um who you think is going to be like the the absolute like bonafide star for this game. 42-21 CBJ bonafide star dark uh runner up Garbers. Mm. Okay. Okay. I probably have to go I'm going to go 35-17. I don't think we get to 40 points, but I think we catch fire late and we just start ramping up the score. And then I think the bonafide star for me in this game is going to be Coin Dang and follow up, I think, close dark horses, Chase Garbers. I think Coin Dang is going to have one of those games where he's like 13 tackles and like two sacks, yeah. like a pass deflected, like he's just going to go nuts. But then, uh, yeah, Chase could easily like this. He could easily have an old Miss game here, right? It could be that type of day. So. Oh, 9 a.m. on a Sunday, man. <laughs> yeah, now I'm just grappling with the fact that I got to tell my parents can't play tennis with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let me just uh, check the Twitters to see if we got any other questions. But in the meantime, um, I don't think we got anything. So, yeah, we can wrap up. This is our emergency pod. We talked about most everything that we needed to do. Is there any other we thing you wanted to go over? We did it in an emergency. We did it, it in an emergency. Done. Yeah, it was done. Uh, well, that's it for the Golden Bearcast. Um, if you're listening to us, you already found us, so I don't need to tell you where we're located. But all our written stuff is all at rightforcalifornia.com. We're doing live streams for watch along, so you can actually watch along if the game actually happens, 9 a.m. on YouTube, on Twitch, on Periscope, can have us up, um, watch the game with us. You can't watch the game on our screen, but just have us up on the side, and we'll be commentating and answering questions and surrender cobraing and face palming and jumping in, you know, out of jubilee of whatever happens on the field. We'll we'll deal with all of that together as a, as a fan base. So join us for that. You can find the link on rightforcalifornia.com or go to youtube.com backslash rightforcalifornia and make sure to subscribe and set your alerts so you know when we go live. But other than that, that's it. That's all. Check us out. Yep. On Twitter. Yep. On Instagram. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcasts. Boom. And Rob, I will see you on Sunday. Yep. And as always, go Bears. Go Bears. happening daily. 
We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com